Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Tuesday bonus edition of Flippin' Bass Pod, where we're going to talk all about Shohei Otani and the ridiculous week that he has had since last Tuesday when we did this. He almost hit for the cycle. He's had quite the historic couple of games over the last week, and we're going to talk all about it. So let's get to it. It's a blowout. Swings and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run and a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What is up, my friends? What a week it has been for Shohei. I mean, he's been on another level at the plate right now, pitching a little down, hitting very, very up. Every single day there was something that needed to be added to this conversation that we're going to have because it the week started historic, it got even more historic, and now he's in more territory all by himself. So this one is going to be a blast with a lot to talk about. So without further ado, let's get to my favorite segment of all time this week in Shohei Otani news. We're going to talk about him almost hitting for the cycle in a game that he started on the mound. We're going to talk about him getting to the 20 home run mark in the elite territory that he's joined with only himself. An interaction down on the field with Luis Castillo, who was pitching. Will he lead the league in home runs? And some historic territory for you, Darvish. We will talk all about that today. First off, Last Friday, a game he started on the mound, ends up just a triple away from the cycle. This is the third time with Shohei starting on the mound this year that he has been one hit away from the cycle, and the fourth time all season that he's been one hit away from the cycle, which is just ridiculous to even think about, but it's the fourth time this year that Shohei has had three or more hits in a game that he started on the mound. The last pitcher with four such games in a season was Warren Spahn in 1958 for the Brewers. The last AL pitcher to do it, Monty Stratton of the 1938 White Sox. That is a long, long time ago. But I have no reason to believe at this point that Shohei will not hit for the cycle at some point this year. This tweet reads, last night the angel Shohei Otani started the game as a pitcher and ended up one hit shy of a cycle for the third time this season. No one had previously done that in the modern era of Major League Baseball. I mean, I, I truly believe, so this is the third time now with him as the starting pitcher on the mound that he's come one hit away from hitting for the cycle. I do believe he's going to do it, and when that does happen, when he does hit for the cycle, as in a game that he was the starting pitcher, he will be the only player in Major League Baseball history ever, not in the last 100 years, not in the modern era, ever, since the beginning of time, 
since Abner Doubleday came up with the sport of baseball. He will be the first player in history to start a game on the mound and hit for the cycle. There's only been one player ever to hit for the cycle in a game that he pitched, and that came a long time ago when the guy started the game out in center field and ends up coming in. His name was Jimmy Ryan of the White Stockings. It was in 1888. They were playing the good old Detroit Wolverines in a game, and he started it in center field, hit for the cycle, and ended up coming in to pitch in just a wild, wild game, so I hear. I wasn't there. I didn't have the pleasure of going to the game. But that's what I heard. So Shohei will certainly join elite territory when he eventually does that and hits for the cycle. But I was on edge Friday night again, one game, one hit away. And there's been a few times this has happened, just for an understanding here. Whenever Shohei does finally hit for the cycle in a game that he's pitching, or maybe just ever, who knows, we'll do an emergency pod. We'll get it out immediately. And I was on edge for it to happen. I was texting everybody, calling everybody, just letting everybody know that Shohei was one hit away from hitting for the cycle and that we all needed to be on standby to potentially talk about him and put out an, a, an emergency podcast of this week or honestly this day in Shohei Otani news. But that was not it to his historic week. It got even better, you could say. Monday night, Monday night in Texas against the Rangers, Shohei hit two super clutch home runs. He was sitting on 18 homers. He had a really clutch home run late in the game in the ninth inning, I believe, to tie it. And then in extra innings, he hits the two-run homer to get him to the 20 mark on the season. So he's now at 20, which puts him in another elite category, which he is just one of one. The first homer was in the seventh inning. So a game-tying homer in the seventh, and then the massive homer in extra innings. But that homer in the seventh inning was absolutely demolished. Number 19 on the year was demolished to pretty much dead center field on a ball that was middle in on the plate. How he hits a ball that hard and that far into that direction of the field on a ball middle in on the plate is impossible to even understand, which is why I talk about baseball now because there's – players that can do this but we got to date the best Shohei Otani bat flip that we have ever seen I mean we've seen him before and I've talked about it he's hit an absolute tank and he just kind of like you know let it down lightly but it was like a bit of a flip this was an all-out epic legendary bat flip where he got every bit of this ball to center field and just chucked the bat it was awesome that was number 19 on the year and then in extra innings the the homer that put an end to this game essentially they were not the home team but gave them a lead that they did not give up in the end home run number 20 on the year locking up another season for Shohei of 20 or more homers and 100 or more strikeouts on the mound Shohei is the only player to ever do that ever in history not Babe Ruth, not not anybody. Nobody's ever done it. Shohei has done it now three years in a row. The third consecutive season of 20 or more homers and 100 or more strikeouts. I mean, what we're seeing right now is I, I've been saying this a lot lately and tweeting this a lot, but Shohei Otani is the best player on planet Earth and is the most talented player that the game of baseball has ever seen. Now, I do word that in a way that I, I, I believe that. I believe Shohei is the most talented. I cannot say that he is the best player to ever play the game of baseball right now because that involves longevity and 
Um, I think he could be on that path, but I do believe he's the most talented to ever play this sport. And this is just another, another historic milestone in that stretch. Last year, Shohei became the first player in Major League Baseball history to finish top 15 in all of baseball in both home runs and strikeouts in a season. That's since 1893. First player since 1893 to finish top 15 in homers and strikeouts on the mound. Now, in 2023, he's currently top three in both. Top three in both. He leads the American League in homers at 20, and he's now third in all of baseball in strikeouts. Now, the only person he's behind in homers is Pete Alonzo, who's at 22 and is currently on the IL. I think this is an interesting comparison because I I said this Monday night after he hit those two home runs. I started saying MVP, MVP. I think I think there's no more valuable player in the game of baseball than Shohei, but there will always be that conversation because you will have people doing historic things, and then that enters the conversation of, well, who's the real MVP? You want to talk about most valuable player to a team? His name is Shohei Otani. But let's look at this. The year he won MVP, 2021. He was an MVP that year, and through his first 66 games, he was batting 271 with 19 homers, 47 RBIs, and 10 stolen bases. This year, 2023, he's batting 291, 20 points higher, 20 homers, a homer ahead of that pace, 50 RBIs, three ahead of his old pace, and nine stolen bases, just one behind the total in 2021. He's having a better year offensively than his MVP season, and this year on the mound started off really well as as well. I mean, better than he ever had on the mound. Now, he's taken a bit of a step back, I'd say. We're not exactly seeing the Shohei that we've become accustomed to on the mound right now, but he's making up for that in other areas. But the conversation legitimately comes now is, is Shohei going to lead all of Major League Baseball in home runs as a starting pitcher? The fact that we can even have this conversation, one, I think is remarkable. And the fact that my answer to this is yes is even more remarkable. I, I Look, you look around the league, the, the most well-known power hitters in the league are currently on the I.L., the the top in each league, Pete Alonso in the National League and Aaron Judge in the American League. Then you have Jordan Alvarez, who's legitimately in that conversation as well, who is on the IL. So the people that are all surrounding Shohei right now for the league league that are all behind him are we're talking Jorge Soler, who can go on a tear at any time. We're talking Max Muncy. We're talking Kyle Schwarber, who might hit 40 homers in the month of June because he's Barry Bonds in the month of June. But I think there's a very realistic chance that Shohei Otani leads all of Major League Baseball this year in homers, which is just ridiculous to say. And he's been on a real tear as of late. His numbers over the last week are eye-opening, jaw-dropping even. It has been since since the day we had this week in Shohei Otani news last Tuesday to this moment right now, there is no hotter hitter on planet earth than Shohei who's hitting 429 with five homers nine RBIs an OPS over 1500 that's all in the last seven days you want to go back to when it really started getting on a tear 
I'll tell you when he started going on a tear. The day I sat here and put a BVG on Shohei hitting multiple homers in the next day. So it's been about two weeks. So in the last two weeks, he's had, I believe, eight homers all in the last two weeks. Just put a BVG on things and good things work out. So offensively, I believe he can lead the league in homers this year. He's also hitting better than he ever has. Even his MVP year, he's on a better pace than that. But I've said this a lot. When Shohei is at his best, he's doing both extremely well. But when one seems to be a little bit behind in pace, or he's not at his best in that category, which right now would be his pitching, he seems to go above and beyond in another category, which right now is his hitting. Pitching has been a bit of a struggle. In the last two weeks, he sits at a 6.55 ERA. In the last month, he's at a 4.50 ERA. To me, we're seeing it for a couple of different reasons. The command hasn't exactly been there. Now, we'll see flashes of that dominant self where, I mean, he's still striking out plenty of guys. But the command, I don't think, is exactly where he would want it to be. Sometimes early in games, he has a tendency to walk a couple guys, get in trouble. Next thing you know, it's early in the game. It's the first inning. He's thrown about 20 pitches, and he's finding himself needing to pitch out of a jam instead of being able to get in that groove. He's given up a few more homers now than we've become accustomed to. So on the mound, I, I do believe he turns this around. We were talking early in the year about, hey, who's – I mean, is Shohei going to win the AL Cy Young Award? And he was in the top two, top two, three names in that conversation. Now we're not exactly having that, but he's still a top pitcher in the game. He's third in the league in all of Major League Baseball in strikeouts. He's still got his dominant stuff. It's just about finding that rhythm and, and getting into a rhythm on the mound, and next thing you know, he's going to be back to dominating. But um, on Thursday, he will make his next start. That's going to be a good one against the Texas Rangers down there in Dallas against one of the best offenses in the game of baseball. No time like the present to turn it around and no time like facing one of the best offenses to do it. So on the mound on Friday, he wasn't necessarily his great self, but he almost hit for the cycle. He, the, there was a moment out there in the field. Uh, he ended up hitting a double. By the way, he almost hit for the cycle all off of Luis Castillo, who is one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball, might I add. He did all of his damage, most of his damage, off of Luis Castillo. But there was one moment where he ends up out on second base after doubling, and Luis Castillo strikes out Mike Trout, immediately turns and looks straight at Shohei, gives a fist bump, puts his fist up in the air, and just eyes down Shohei. Now, Luis Castillo, I don't think, was doing this with any ill will. I don't think he was doing this to, like, show anybody up, because clearly you're not going to – why would you do this to Shohei? He's absolutely raking off of you. But – Shohei didn't Shohei didn't love it. I mean, he kind of rolled his eyes, shook his head. He did not love that Luis Castillo did that. Though Luis Castillo did have a smile on his face, but he just struck out Mike Trout. And he's going to turn around and, and have that interaction with Shohei, which I did think was an interesting uh, scenario in all of this. However, um, it was a great game for him. He hit his homer that game 112.9 miles an hour, which since StatCast started in 2015, Nobody has hit harder homers as a pitcher than Shohei. Four of the top five are all Shohei Otani. One through four on StatCast. Hardest hit homers for a pitcher, including the one that was 112.9. They're all Shohei. Number five being Madison Bumgarner. So a great, 
great week for Shohei offensively. He's hitting better right now um, than, you know, any other time in his career that I can remember. He gets on really hot stretches, but this is certainly one of them. I'm not going to say it's better than any time in his career, but as of right now, what we're seeing from Shohei, it is as good, if not better, than any time at the plate in his entire career. He is on an absolute tear. And another player I wanted to mention in this week in Shohei Otani news, I know it's not exactly Shohei Otani, but uh, a fellow countryman of his, Yu Darvish, who's also from Japan, reached quite the milestone over the last week or so with reaching win number 100 in his Major League Baseball career, joining only Hideo Nomo as the only Japanese-born pitchers to reach the 100-win total. Hideo Nomo at 123, Yu Darvish at 100, and certainly has the has the potential to get to that 123 mark. Um, now, this is between the NPB and this is not between the NPB and Major League Baseball, I might add. This is all just in Major League Baseball, meaning Yu Darvish had a seven year career over in Japan where he played for the uh, Nippon Ham Fighters and had a great career over there. To reach 100 in Major League Baseball is quite the milestone. He also reached 3,000 strikeouts last year between the two, between the MPB and Major League Baseball, which is quite the feat in its own right. There's only been 19 pitchers in Major League Baseball history that have recorded 3,000 career strikeouts. Now, Yu Darvish is not considered one of those because a lot of those were done in the MPB. But when you look in Japan, the honor is even more rare in Japan, where just four pitchers have ever reached the 3,000 strikeout mark in Japan. Darvish notched 1250, 1,250 strikeouts during his seven seasons with the Nippon Ham Fighters. On top of that, add his Major League Baseball strikeouts, and he reached the 3,000 strikeout mark. So I know over here, uh, we don't, we haven't really celebrated like we would for a pitcher getting 3,000 strikeouts, but I believe we should. I mean, yes, we're combining two league strikeouts, but a pitcher getting to 3,000 between the two leagues is truly a remarkable honor, and you Darvish is having a career that, in my opinion, puts him in the conversation for one of the greatest pitchers that the game has ever seen. I know we're not talking about a top 5, 10, 20 pitcher of all time, but we're talking about between the two leagues, you look at his numbers, you really look at those numbers and combine the two. We're talking about one of the best pitchers in the world over the course of his career, which is uh, which is really cool. So it's a really cool milestone for him to hit 100 career wins, hit 3,000 career strikeouts combined last year, and needed to give a, a nod to you, Darvish, for that milestone because truly, truly a remarkable pitcher with a remarkable career. What a week. Shohei Otani had what a milestone he reached first player ever to reach the 20 homer mark 20 or more homer and 100 or more strikeouts he's done it three years in a row almost hitting for the cycle I'm sure there will be a this week in Otani news where we're talking about him hitting for the cycle this year but that does it this week for this week in Shohei Otani news and that also my friends brings an end to this Tuesday bonus edition of This Week in Otani News. What a week it was. What a week of baseball it has been. Got a great episode coming out tomorrow with one of the best hitters in the league. I have no problem saying that. Leading the league in average, batting average by far, up there in hits at the top. 
Uh, Luisa Rise of the Miami Marlins, who's hitting right around the 400 mark this season. That episode comes out tomorrow, as in Wednesday. Make sure you all check that one out as well. But thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Flipping Bats. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every episode on YouTube as well, at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening to this Tuesday bonus edition of Flippin' Bats. Until tomorrow, my friends, peace.